Oh, hello. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, and joining me very soon will be the punctual Toby Sullivan. He's late and he apologises for that. Uh, we are, well, I'm talking in the like it's happening in the future, but it happened in the past. We <laughs> went and had a talking puffy Puffcast Christmas celebration. Uh, unfortunately, Scott couldn't be with us. He He's a father now with parental duties. Uh, so, Toby and I took ourselves off to Thomas Jasper's Quiz Night at DT's Hotel in Melbourne and um, had a good old-fashioned podcast chinwag in the beer garden. And uh, uh, we join us now as we clink glasses. A fallen down drunk Nelly Queen. Well, that's the pot calling the kettle beige. Shot puffy to me. Chin chin. Here's to Christmas. Here's to Christmas. Isn't it the most fucked time of the year? It is the really fucked time of the year. Well, you know, I mean, I've probably told this story a million times in, in this ridiculous podcast, but... Uh, my mother died on Boxing Day. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. So I hate it especially. Um, I don't even have a reason. I just hate it on principle. Yeah, I... You've got a good reason. I had two years of really loving it because uh, those two years after that Mariah Carey Christmas album came out, I really was into it <laughs> quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> and then... And then, you know, the tragedy happened. Mm. And so mm. I have mixed emotions yes, uh, of every course. time Mariah comes up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think as a lot of us do. Because I enjoy that song still. Do you know what? It's, it's nearly used up for me. Oh, it's, it's you know, nearly... it's the 25th anniversary this year. Really? Of that song. And it went Go to number one for the first on. time. What? I know. Really? It's never been number one before. Ah, uh, that's incorrect. Well, you know, people don't buy records anymore. There's been an administrative error <laughs> in that regard. It's 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 sold a lot, and uh, I think it's the only thing that keeps her going. There's this thing in Korea. Oh, here we go. She's back on the K-pop. They talk about zombie songs. Like every time oh. summer comes, there's a song right called yes. "Cherry Blossom Ending," and every year, <laughs> "Cherry Blossom Ending." Cherry Blossom. That's what it's that's called. That's what it's called. <laughs> That is how it's translated, okay? Just, that's you. You're making that dirty, not Korea. But every summer when the cherry blossoms come out, it goes to number one. Right. And it's the zombie song that won't die. So it is It is essentially All I Want for Christmas. So it is All I Want for Christmas is You. It's another zombie song. Yep. But I feel like it's nearly used up. Like, I used to really love it. And yes. it felt like a kind of an antidote to Christmas because it doesn't take Christmas at all seriously. No. It takes Christmas as seriously as a fucking, like, robot reindeer <laughs> selling your nail polish in Harris Scarf, right? Like, that is how serious. Oh, Harris Scarf. Here's to absent friends. Oh, I know. I know. When it closed down, I just, all I could think of. Is that man in Rundle Mall saying, ladies, ladies, Harris Scarf is still open. I'm like, he's out of a job. He's out of a job. <laughs> I was half expecting to get a text from you saying, ladies, remember, Harris Scarf is no longer I open. I texting it and then I had to go into a meeting. <laughs> One of the things I love about our, our friendship, Adam, yes. is that from time to time, you will send me a text or an email or some kind of communication Without commentary. Yes, no That context. is a link to a news story about how fucked Adelaide is. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's right. That one about the O-Barn. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the O-Barn. Someone the O-Barn. was like, really pissed off. Someone else was... Someone drove on the O-Barn. It was a disaster. Someone was furious because like a plane wouldn't land in Adelaide. And the, oh, and, yes. And the headline was something like, you know, I've taken my daughter out of school for this. And, oh, that- <laughs> and there was like some giant plane was going to land, but it didn't land. And it didn't and, stop. Just, like, 
like maybe three times a year, I'll just yeah. get a, a, a link to a news story about how fucked Adelaide is because oh. you you know that it it I warms know, me. I know I know how much Adelaide upsets you. <laughs> I mean, the people of Adelaide, I adore. It's Adelaide's attitude about Adelaide that I find difficult. Yeah, I work with a, a native Adelaidean mm-hmm. uh, at the Hard Quiz, and he is almost comedically pro-Adelaide to the point where... Well, go the fuck back there then. Well, that's the thing. And you I and said, your teeth and your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know, because like, his, his partner also works in our office and she, I was like, you do realise you have Who's to go... Who's not related to him, which is why he left Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you realise you have to go back with him at one point and live there. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen. I went, yeah, but he loves it. Like, he, he's only here because there's no work for him there. Like, there's no TV writing work, although he does occasionally refer to it as Australia's Hollywood. I'm like, (laughs) having made two seasons of fucking McLeod's Daughters does not a Hollywood make. Well, actually, in a sense, like, if you've actually, if you just set aside, like, the psychic idea of old-style Hollywood, if you've ever actually been to real Hollywood... Oh, yes. And stepped over Kindly the junkies. Yeah, Kindly Street Adelaide path. is Actually, Australia's it Hollywood. It kind of is Australia's Hollywood <laughs> in that sense. Mr. Humphreys, leave my pussy alone. Talk puffy to me. Always an airline's Tiger question Airways. at the gay trivia, isn't there? Iron Who owns Tiger? Stand by for someone at the back of the room just going, Oh, I know. I know the answer to this one. It's Virgin. And they bought it for $1. Really? Yes, they bought it for $1 because the. The what do you call it? The regulator. Regulators. Yeah. The regulator. Right. Put them out of business uh, by saying they were insane. When they bought it for a dollar, did a trolley dolly called Troy come down with a mobile credit card thing? Yeah. <laughs> Just tap there. <laughs> that that that's the ambulance that goes over to check that Molly's still breathing next door. <laughs> Hello, darlings. How are you? Oh, Hello. Very, very Hello. Been good. A good. I've just been listening to your record and having a very good giggle. Uh, not, not at you, but uh, no, I wouldn't I, have thought so. I, it's been so long since we've chatted on this podcast. I know. Well, it's we've been, been on your podcast. You've been on mine, with Scott, who unfortunately has parental duties this evening. He is. He is. He is a, f- a father now. Somehow. Somehow. I like. I don't anyone could become a father. She's in a bag, and some bitch shoves it up her clacker. Like that's how it works. That's yeah. That's that's a d- the medical <laughs> definition of how it works. And I, um, that's how you become a gynecologist. <laughs> is it a gynecologist does that, or is it like a birthologist? I don't know. I think it's. Like I think it's a turkey baster, isn't it? Okay, yeah, sure. A chef. Well, the way Adam's chef. describing it, it's like one of those ping pong balls. George Columbaris <laughs> is now doing it. He's out of work. <laughs> um, but oh, this baby's going to be beautiful. <laughs> when I used to do your podcast, I, I was I used to be coming as the twink. And yes, I'm you no were. Longer, you were. I'm no longer the twink. You're our Gen Y spy. And the thing I've noticed the most since being a twink is now that I'm older, I do everything the same except I complain about things a lot more. Yes. And yes. on the way here to my trivia night, I uh, booked an Uber and the guy messaged me and said, uh, uh, can you cancel? I didn't mean to accept that order. And I was like, no, fuck no, you. You want you, a $5.50 cancellation fee. Fuck you. So I responded to him saying, no, yeah, I can, but you need to you need to cancel for... And he goes, no, no, you won't get charged for it. I was like, no, fuck you. Yeah, so I responded to him and I said, uh, I waited ages and I responded and said, I'm very poor and I have nowhere important to be. I can wait as long as you like. And then he cancelled the trip. And I was like, no, fuck that. You're such that. a school teacher. I am. <laughs> you, you, I was we, saying we, this during the quiz. We were reflecting upon your school mom attitude you. on no, stage. Well, no, I deal with a whole lot of fucking gays every night. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you were like, I said to Adam, Thomas is like. You like, give them the death for, stare for, when they're For our talking. office party, we went to Thomas's yes, quiz night. The, the Puffcast Christmas party, Puffcast which we Christmas have once party. every five years. We went to Thomas's quiz night, and I was saying to Adam, your, your, your tone as the quiz master is like equal parts Don Lane hosting a Tonight Show. <laughs> And a year nine English teacher telling people that we're going to get off the bus, we're going to go into the gallery, we are not going to fuck around, we're not going to touch oh, the paintings, man. and then Shelley, if you don't bring your school bag, there'll be trouble. Did you, it is, just for anyone listening, it is also fun as well. It is fun. <laughs> it's, <laughs> fun. it's hilarious. It's fun. It's fun. It just went gay all of a sudden. to me. Jasper's just made an amusing joke about drag queens. Question number five, them. isn't that about Someone who wasn't good enough well to be a drag queen was a drag queen. He's very good. He's very funny. For leaving the country for a family holiday while the nation burns. Rumours are that he and his family are holidaying in which American state? This whole fucking quiz is just Thomas reading the paper in the morning and then just filling in the blanks. Uh, Oh my god. Is it Hawaii? Oh my god. Hawaii. It's I very, could, very I could do this. I could do this quiz. I've got BuzzFeed bookmarked on my phone. <laughs> it's not that fucking. Isn't there an app that can just do this? There is an app. That's what, what they use at Mastermind. But I just so I complained before I I complained on the second Uber, on the way here yes, about this Uber about the Uber first Uber. And I just finished trivia and I've just checked my emails and I've got an email and I thought oh how wonderful of Uber to respond so quickly and the email says. Thanks for reaching out, Nicola Hallen Ann. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who the fuck? Is- yeah, no, they've got my name wrong. They've, they've <laughs> responded to the wrong complaint. But I really like the name Nicola Hallen Ann, and I think that's my new drag name. Nicola Hallen Ann. Welcome to the stage, Nicola Hallen Ann. She, she doesn't need a surname, but she needs three fucking <laughs> Christian <laughs> names. She's here to tell you off for not doing your homework, Nicola Hallen Ann. <laughs> Do you know what that is? That is like a drunk white girl. It's like, and what's your name? Uh, Nicola Helen. But it was really great tonight. Thank you so much for oh, the show. Thanks so much for coming it along. It was very thanks entertaining. Patronization. Patronization. <laughs> oh, we like if you listen to this podcast, you will hear us patronizing. Patronizing things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just, I, you were just uh, slagging off Adelaide because that is the brand of your podcast. But I was there a few weeks ago for oh, no, he went festival. he went he had it he had fun at feast. Ah, the, the, he's the only person who's ever enjoyed performing <laughs> oh at feast in the history of the feast festival. Mm. I, so I went up. You know, Mars bars closed down, and then they yes. opened the new one, Mary's Poppin', and they got in a yes. lot of trouble because it was upstairs and and people with accessibility issues couldn't get. It was in this tiny oh, little yeah. room, but it's just moved into this new venue, and it's an old synagogue. So oh. it's in an oh, down in the east end. I, yeah. love, that, I yeah. love that in a city of churches, the faggots have found the one synagogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the drag show, they, they haven't bothered renovating. They've just given it a paint job. So the drag show happens on the altar of the oh. synagogue. Oh and my there's God. still a giant star of David above the, the drag oh. show. But they've just oh painted God. it pink and put some uh, disco squares L- on Lyle it. Lyle Shelton is physically disintegrating oh. at this point. Yeah. No, no, he'll that be is. fine because he probably hates the Jews as much as, as he hates well. the gays. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And, you know, now that we're all in the same area, it's just a constant. Concentrated little area. Oh yes, sort of he can send it, he can send in his brown shirts yeah, and get yeah. rid of both in one go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So they do the drag show on the altar. Does anyone altar. have altars or whatever you call well, it? Well, wherever they do the chat, wherever they where they light the menorah, I don't know. I don't go. <laughs> where are they call whatever the whatever the the, the there, was synag- there was a synagogue next to the park that I went to when I was a little kid with the bumpy slide. That's as much as I know about. That's as far as we can the, go. The Jewish faith. Good on you, Adelaide, for persisting on yeah. like 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 Indiana well, Jones. Open. Cling, <laughs> clinging, 
with the last fingernails yeah. to oh. having a gay bar. And it's a lot prettier than the Mars bar was. It's very, it's very glamorous, but it's the exact same clientele. They just <laughs> everyone oh. knows each other. You can go up to any person and say, "Hey, who's that over there?" And they're like, "Oh, that's oh, Mike. Well, he works well, at well, Kmart. Uh, he's just moved back <laughs> in with his oh, parents." If you want to ha- like witness a really middle class internet fight, yes, Google whether it's pronounced Turandot or Turandot. Oh fuck! And you will get opera poofs from across the oceans. Well, how do they sing it when they sing it? I guess it's a big note, so it's always in. It's pronounced Turandot. Yeah, but there's a whole. No, there's, that's that's not uncontroversial. There's oh, a lot of discussion about it. It turn into yeah. a thing, Jasper. Yeah. If you yeah. I mean, who gives a fuck? It's a poutini opera. Like. It's a poutini. That's a drag queen that performs at circuit on a Sunday afternoon. That's two. That's two. Jasper's has two as drag peasant and poutini. 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 That's great. None of us are twinks any longer. None of us are twinks any longer. We were marking before how like um. Twinks are relative. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like at my time of life, a twink is anyone who's still got their hair. Yes. <laughs> I got to, in the last episode of my podcast, I got told off because I used the tink the term twink is, and it's sometimes a derogatory term. Oh, apparently. you use it in and a pejorative have manner. Never, oh, you can't say anything nowadays. <laughs> oh, what's the word okay, coming Beamer, to? Okay. <laughs> I have he never used the term twink as a derogatory term. I, f- I still think I'm a twink. I'm dressing like a twink. Yes, I'm yes. doing my hair like a twink even though there's only half as much as there used to be. Like <laughs> To me, it's a complimentary term and yes, you're right, it's, it's a relative term as to, to what position it, in it life. It took me a long time to realise I was no longer the shape of a twink. Like, there comes a day where you cannot tuck your t-shirt in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> because you have a rancid shelf. Yeah, because you're shopping fat. at Miller's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miller's Fashion Club. And it, I, didn't, I didn't get on board for a long time to go, oh, I think I'm technically a bear. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, look, you'll, you'll come to the realisation once that you are Fatter than a twink is allowed. I to know be. that I'm not a twink, <laughs> but I. But when I say it, I'm not. I'm. It's a hundred percent a compliment because I still fucking wish I was. But why? But, oh, well, I get that. But why do you wish you were a twink? See, that was the other thing. Like, oh uh, yeah. Look, that's getting into some deep stuff that I share with <laughs> people that I usually pay money to talk to about it. A lot of complex unpacking there. Right, all right. I'll, I'll, well, I'll, twink, I'll is, twink is young, right? And young Twinks is young. young right? Because, you know, when youth is beauty. I think, I think, depending on, uh, you know, how you came out and how you grew up and that sort of stuff. For me, I came out at 18, joined the gay scene, and that was just the most amazing time because it was like yes. money coming in from the parents. I've, I'm earning a full-time yeah. job. I'm partying every night, and I'm pretty. Oh. So that's an amazing... So, you know, how, it's hard to say goodbye. How you when you came out? 18. I came out officially just before I turned 18, and then but you had been getting bummed off. I've been getting bummed off for years. <laughs> See, I, I also was... A, I was Your triceratops footprints. I, I yeah. feel like we're the same person. I was a hot teenage twink. Yes. And like I, was I know, I saw the photos and I oh, thought yeah. you were lying. But it was <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just, There's evidence. I thought you There's just Googled evidence. me. I <laughs> Oh, did I tell you? It's I like guess. the Highlander. It gets passed down yeah. like I, generation I by generation. I gave a photo of myself to Dina Curie, who also hosts a gay trivia night. We'll be devastated we didn't do it at his one. Well, that's next week's episode. I guess. <laughs> and uh, so he had a wall of, you know, who was Then this. you're going to Sasha Stars one. That'll be a lot quieter there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gave him a photo of me when I was younger because he was doing a... He goes, oh, have you got a photo of yourself when you're younger? I want to do a who was this when they were young. Every single person said it was Joel Creasy. No. Yeah, well, yeah, no. 
Is that I'm not, not I'm not blown away. Yeah, no, because I've seen the photos. I couldn't afford to buy the hair that Joel's got now. No, though, but you're, like, you're, <laughs> like you're, you look different. Your features are different to Joel's. I know. It's just all people see is blonde hair and... I think that's what's happening. They and just youth. went. They just went. Oh, blonde and and nineteen. Blonde I must be Joel Crazy. Faggy, yeah. Who's narcissistic? Yeah. I thought it was very unfair the way he kept yeah. getting heckled <laughs> tonight with Joel Crazy, Tom Ballard. Oh, oh it's, it's you know what? It's, is that tradition? It's you know what? And I, I like giving those guys a bit of a plug and getting their name out there at my trivia night. It's really sort supportive of, yeah, of you. Thank you. No, it yeah. is very it's really great yeah. the way you give back to the community. The community in that way. I don't open this. I just read it from up there. I know it is. Puffy to me. Joke of the week strikes me as a fundamentally ill-conceived. Uh, now, of course, you're going to decide who wins Joke of the Week. So Offer to the room. There's only two rules for Joke of the Week. Uh, rule number one is uh, you can't be racist. Rule number two is you can't be transphobic. Listening very carefully because you are going to decide. Here is Joke number one. Um, so recently, I, uh, I actually I fucked a guy with one leg. Should he use my cock? <laughs> That's known as a pullback and reveal. Oh, Adam's up next. Hello, darling. A round of applause for the fabulous Adam Richard. I hope he does really well people because we're two points behind. Just, well, people used to pay good money to see Adam telling jokes on stage, so feel privileged. Uh, by the way, this is an original composition. I know it's like the voice when they get out the guitar. You're like, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> Strong start. Why do turfs? Uh, that's trans-exclusionary radical feminists hate trans people. I don't know. Why do TERFs hate trans people? Because they think they're men going undercover in their club to commit lesbianage. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. That's a a good pun. It's a good pun. I liked it. They're not very very intelligent crowds. Sorry, Adam. I liked it. Jaspers, do you want to help us out? I have here from mysteriously a dear talking puffy letter. Now I know it's going to seem well. like I write them myself, but this is actually that didn't take come. long. We've only been recording for twenty minutes, and already the mail's arrived. Well, no, we, it's a leftover from it's some a time ago. Slo- well, that's the talking puffy way. Sloppy seconds from a while ago. <laughs> dear talking puffy. Uh, now, Toby, it's be- I'm glad you're here and not Scott because he has a problem with uh, our friends in the Christian community. Uh, dear Talking Puffy, I'm a Christian man and I have a dilemma that I hope you may be able to assist with. I've been having a dispute with the neighbours for some time now. <laughs> if this is about offence, you need to talk to the council. <laughs> <laughs> and recently it became rather heated and his wife... <laughs> Kicked me in the balls. (laughs) Now, Jesus said to turn the other cheek. But I don't want to bear my bum at her. (laughs) Oh, she's funny, this one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Because I might receive the same treatment from behind as what I got at the front. (laughs) So I turned to the Old Testament. It's so nice that Cardinal Pell's still allowed to send letters. (laughs) (laughs) His prison mates had some issues. The wife's come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, t- he smuggled this out inside an altar yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> I turned to the Old Testament, and in Deuteronomy 25.11, oh, she's off chapter and verse. Oh, she's God. on it. It says, if two men are having a fight, and the wife of one of the men grabs the penis 
of the other man. It definitely doesn't say that in Deuteronomy. Then cut off her hand and show her no mercy. And Deuteronomy is very fruity. Uh, <laughs> now, technically, she didn't grab me um, by the penis. There are there are not rules of cockfighting in Deuteronomy. <laughs> that is not. I don't know. I went to a Catholic school. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that there's also, biblically sanctioned. Okay, it's right. Old Testament. Maybe it's weird it's Jewish all law about dicks and balls and <laughs> yeah, all right. Periods. So and cut off a hand. Now, right. technically, she didn't grab me by the penis. So I'm wondering, is this verse meant to be taken literally, or does it refer to any assault on the genitalia? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I well, tried to contact my parish priest to discuss the issue. But he seems to have lost interest in me since I stopped being an altar boy. Oh, that's oh, oh, One time. Uh, one time. I also thought about praying for guidance, but I'm finding it hard to kneel down at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let's, let's unpack this. So right. can you First please of all, provide some advice? Concerned Christian Bevan. This is a, a fairy tale. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the magic faraway tree said that Dame Wishy-Washy was a bit of a bitch. But also... <laughs> It's all made up bullshit, so... No, don't say no, that. Toby no, is no, a believer. No. His, his Toby quest, is a hardcore Catholic. The rules of engagement are very clear. Deuteron- right. The rules of cockfighting in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy are there. <laughs> if someone grabs your penis, you can cut their hand off. Yes. And, his, and Bevan's question is, even though she didn't grab my actual penis, can I still cut her... Well, she didn't, cut, she didn't grab his penis with her hand, but you, you get to cut her foot off. As we all can agree... <laughs> Every word of the Bible is literal truth. Right, yes. And which is so, why I don't bum. And so if kicking people in the balls is not covered in the Bible... Then oh, you, it's fair game. You have no comeback You've got no on right, that issue. No recourse. You have no. You cannot cut off her hand mm. for kicking you in the nuts. Right. Uh, she must have known about Deuteronomy. That's why she went However, nuts. I feel like you can wait until they've left the house, Yes. sneak in the back door and rub your nuts on everything that they <laughs> own. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you can rub yeah. the nuts on your on the toothbrush, <laughs> on the chopping boards. Yeah. <laughs> leave a pube in the butter. Yeah. Can you know. I can I tell you a terrible story from my share house days? Please. Which yeah. is thirty years ago now. Uh. Um, I was living with a girl who was a strict vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Couldn't handle like two of us. There were three of us living there. Couldn't handle the other two of us. You know, even having ham in the fridge. It was an offence to her. All of this stuff. Anyway, we come home one day. But Mel Butter's doing so well now. She's isn't doing she? great. <laughs> uh, we come home one day and she has a man in the house, mm. an attractive Neanderthalish, you know, sporty-looking yes. man, yes. heterosexual, and yeah. she is probably called cooking, like Jake or something. She is cooking him a steak. <gasps> to medium rare mm. in, the, in the pan that she said we weren't allowed to cook meat in mm. because it would poison her face. Jacques! I'm like, I love her. As soon as there's the offer of some other meat for the other man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did when this happened was I was telling my other flatmate about it at the time. I was like, can you believe that I saw that when I came home? She goes, oh, that's disgusting. We should... We should put meat where she, she doesn't know she's touching it. And I was like, yes, let's. So I grabbed a piece of salami from the fridge and rubbed <laughs> it on every door handle. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, was, I was such a vindictive little bitch. That's like the opposite of CSI. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> just smearing <laughs> small goods on surfaces. Yeah, it's like, like you go around cleaning off. Any sign that you've touched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Meeting the place. It's just like smearing pork across (laughs) (laughs) across surfaces. That's amazing. 
I know. I've uh, dipped my balls in someone's kombucha before because I didn't like living in, with them very much. In their kombucha? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, in yeah, their, yeah, yeah, Were yeah. they making their own kombucha with the scoby? Did you put uh, your balls they in had with the a, Well, look, I... I I had a, a housemate for a short period of time, and uh, I, I had a, I have my gorgeous dog. Yes, and uh, a friend. You did used to live with one third of this podcast. Did yes, you not? not that. That's oh, not that, that's not the house. Okay, no. just check. This, this is after. And and a, and a, a friend after kick-ons one night said mm. that he saw my housemate kicking my dog. Kicking uh, Albert, so he's so a we tiny little we, Without oh. addressing the situation, we organised him leaving. But before he left, because uh, he used to keep kombucha in the fridge, I dipped my balls in his kombucha. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> if you kick my dog, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. reportable you know to the RSPCA. Yeah? That's a win-win because you get your vengeance. But I also... And I've got no scientific basis for saying this, but I feel like that would be really good for your balls. <laughs> It's probably good for my balls. It's probably not good for his gut. Also, I feel like he would have been drinking the kombucha and being like, why does this taste like vinegar? Like white wine vinegar. Don't sell yourself short. Your balls could be very healthful. No, they're not. They could be. Oh, my balls. The Melbourne Sexual Health Clinic has called me in for tests. (laughs) They call in extra staff when I'm going in for a visit, you know. Are you at that level of like Mr. Jasper? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, your usual table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I, they, I go in with a bingo card and they say you've won. Yeah. yeah. Bring that round on thirteen points. We had quizzing. <gasps> we won a round, Toby. We won a round. We, we won, won a round. round. It's our time. It's because it's, it's because I knew I knew my sport. It's because you. They are recording a podcast. You know what? My podcast, The Gays Revolting, is so popular that. Prehistoric podcasts are now coming to yes. record at my Prehistoric podcast from 2010. Okay. Oh, do you want to spin the wheel? Toby's going to spin the wheel. I would send the microphone up with him, but the cord doesn't go that long. How's the, how's the show going so far? We had to do a new podcast because we've upgraded to Windows XP. And you don't have to mail out the tapes anymore. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. There's technology these kids have these days. I had to get my nephew to program it for me beforehand. But, but he's, you know who you met in the lab, yeah. Uh, now, give that a good one. <laughs> I hope it's this because otherwise it's weird. Uh, Talk poofy to me. Now, Jaspers, I need to ask you. Yes. Because it's been five years since we did this podcast. Yes. And we are now living in an age that things are very different. They are. Can you tell me what is prep life like? What is prep life like? Look, prep life, prep life is what you So basically anyone who's listening who's over the age of 60 in yeah. the bush. Yeah, exp- explain it for all the people who are listening, Adam. Explain this to all the people who are listening. <laughs> you can get... Because uh, I definitely understand. It's a, it's a vaccine Should we go into the sorts. history of it? Well, basically... Started with PEP. It started with PEP, which is post-exposure. Yeah, which they discovered, if someone, if they discovered with nurses if they had a needle prick or something like that and were given a large dose of HIV medication within 72 hours of being exposed that it would kill off uh, the, the infection yeah, before, yeah. before it caught on. Before it happened. And so then they started trialling it with couples that were, where one person was HIV positive and one was HIV negative, and they would give the HIV negative person um, uh, HIV medication, and if there was a broken condom, they would then come in for a test yes. and see how... And so then they discovered that it's, it's a pretty... Pretty foolproof method yeah. of not contracting HIV, yeah. Yeah, so you can have as much jizz up your butt as you like yeah, nowadays. Pretty much. But, but it's not like a vaccination that you have it once. No, and you're good to go. No, you need You've got to do it, doing it every time. All the time. And there well, are got, some Well, there's different effects. ways of taking it. So, well, it like, yeah. the pool, like the pill? Like you can't skip a little bit like a day, the pill, yeah. Or you, you just going to have it every time you have sex? If you're taking it like the pill, that's more pep than prep. 
Because right. in prep is the idea that you take it so your body has a uh, a, a natural um, uh, build up of uh, Truvada oh. or whatever the, the oh, version of the medication okay. is. Right, right, right. Whereas PEP is you take a massive load of it. So PEP you have a lot no, more no, no, side I mean, effects. I mean like, like the female contraceptive pill. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So PEP on. versus PrEP. PEP is oh you mean like you're not allowed to skip it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no, because if you were to skip it and you got exposed, if you go and get PEP straight after, then you can have a big, oh, a, a larger yeah. dosage of it, and, and chances so are... So it's like antidepressants. Like, if you miss one, you get a little bit twitchy, but you're fine in a killer. <laughs> <like> you <laughs> up later. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, exa- yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a really good way of describing it, yeah. That's a great system. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the traditional the way of taking PEP is uh, a pill a day. Yes. But you can also do the dosing method, which is if you are the kind of guy that likes to go to a, a, a big party and get, go on a bender, yeah. you know you're not going to take the pills while you're on the bender. You can take a certain amount of pills, a certain a few uh, like three days beforehand, two days beforehand, one day beforehand, and then for the few days after. Oh. But then you can go off it for a month and then do it again if you know you're going to. So it sort of depends off by what your style of doing people. it is. Yeah. I can tell you, I'm I'm fucking loving loving it. Is it so? It's like. You basically, the old days of condoms are dead. Is what uh, you're not exactly. Because you can when still I went get like gonorrhea is a, is starting yeah, to be absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. also gonorrhea is becoming uh, super, there's a super, a super clap. It's becoming yeah. antibiotic oh, resistant. resistant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. So, which I've got a story about as well in a second. But uh, <laughs> the, your balls are the great thing. About, <laughs> the great thing about um, the housemate is dead. <laughs> He drank the kombucha and he's dead. He drank the kombucha and he died. They blamed it on thunderstorm (laughs) asthma or uh, like a sudden aneurysm or something. (laughs) No, it was Jasper's festy ball juice. I got into the pool. I know you could be allergic to nuts, but not that bad. (laughs) It was your testicular yogurt (laughs) fucked him up. That's what's done it. Yeah, I get into the spa at Wet and it just turned into that volcano in New Zealand. Oh, it's weird. Oh, no. Uh, Too soon. Too soon. What was I going to say about prep? Uh, prep? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I first started prep, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do condoms and Mm. prep because I'd had a broken condom with a guy that was HIV positive before and had to go on pep, which was quite stressful. So I thought, well, why not do it? Yeah. And to be honest, you can't have enough not HIV. Yeah, exactly. But uh, since I've gotten on the prep yes I've become a lot more relaxed with condoms I still use them sometimes As yeah. if someone else wants to use them I don't care like it's yeah. fine especially now that I'm bottoming oh my god this is I just want to advertise thing. that on as many podcasts <laughs> as possible Jasper's is now bang up for cock yeah yep. like yep. a drag queen coming down off a four day ice yeah. pipe bender <laughs> he is I, bent over Mike <laughs> I yeah. constantly, he's been stealing signs from the Burnley Tunnel. Where you don't have to have like a, you know, make a mistake and not use a condom or something, and then feel really shit about it and beat yourself up about it. Like we're we're getting rid of those days of the old Grim Reaper and yes, yes, going into an exciting time, and we're seeing you know HIV rates uh, amongst gay men plummeting. Yeah, uh, in in areas where it's accessible, obviously it's not accessible everywhere. Do you know what? Isn't it a marvelous good news story? Because that is. is that has turned around. Now, Toby, you just asked something that I'm very interested in. Is it expensive? Yes. Is it expensive? Um, so, uh, so depending how you're getting it. So, I was on the original the original prep trial. Oh, it was, a, it was made, a clinical trial. It was a clinical trial. And the promise they made to everybody that went on this trial, this specific trial, was it would be uh, ten dollars a month. And even when the trial ends, we'll keep pro- oh, $10 a month. That's how much I pay for the offset account yeah. on, my, on my home loan. I yeah. know. That's not as much as Netflix. No. Um, but <laughs> Netflix for people that aren't on the that. prep trial... Uh, I watch a lot more Netflix than I get cock, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but for people living in Australia that aren't on the prep trial, it's $30 a month. So 
even for a so, dollar a day, dollar you can a day. sponsor a child in Africa or, or get bummed <laughs> you off to your heart's content. <laughs> wet every night of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a marvellous good news story because yeah. if you think about it, that has turned around in 40 years. It's yeah. crazy. Like in terms of a public health crisis. Well, PrEP has only you know, turned around... Yes, yeah, sorry. The, but the, like from yeah, like the very HIV first, the, yeah. you know, whatever it was, grid, whatever it was called, oh, that emerged right. in, a, in, in about 1980. Oh, Hawaii Syndrome, I think it was called before that in Australia. I saw an and episode of Grey's Anatomy where they flashed back to Meredith's mother encountering someone there you with go. grid. It was very amazing. And if you're of All a certain age, you will remember the panic. I remember the, the, the 80s, panic. I remember you know? kissing a guy in, would have been 84, and thinking I might have had AIDS. Yeah. yeah. Because but, I made out with a guy. But also the reality hot. is, as you can see from the statistics, like for a couple of years there, like it was an incurable disease yeah, that and it you was, died and, and it was of. Fatal, yeah. And now 40 years later, for uh, the cost of, I don't know, what costs a 30 bucks a month, a fucking less. Mikey. Like it's more a expensive. A Makona. <laughs> a Makona. A jar of Makona. <laughs> like it's not an issue. And, yeah. and it, it, it appears... As long as your country has got a functioning universal healthcare yeah. system. Yeah. But if you think about like how much breast cancer is not fixed. Yeah, yes. I know. Or, uh, you know, like the ovarian cancer yeah. virus thing yes. that they discovered, how mm. much that is not fixed. Mm. Or even at another level, like those things are hard to fix, but even at another level, how much like malaria in Africa is not fixed, which you can fix yeah. with a fucking mosquito net. Yeah. And a bottle I mean? of tonic water, love. Yeah. Like you don't need to invent a whole new drug. Like there are no, so many yeah. things that are, that are not it's fixed. It's pretty amazing, yeah. That this shoot from from like a state of like hysterical homophobic panic to being, you know, just jizz where you like. Exactly. <laughs> it's also worth a bit of a nod to those poor people that had to go on the medication when they first invented it because they were yeah. just throwing drugs into these people hoping that it would work. Yeah, maybe this and one. So the fact that 40, oh. in 40 years we've refined those drugs from being... Because people that are... Not only people on uh, PrEP, but people living with HIV that are on on uh, various medications, the reaction... You know, it, it's not a death sentence anymore. I, they can leave the same Also, the, of the amount of us. medication was baffling. Like, I remember it would have been uh, early 90s, maybe late 90s. I went with a mate of mine who... You know, nearly died a couple of times. We're in intensive care for seven days. And, like, I'd kind of reconciled myself that that's it. He's gone. We went and, uh, you know... Did all the things. I, I, yeah, I went, I went and saw any people that ever knew him and made... I made a, I made a card. I got a card from the newsagents and bought, like, a little notebook and just got... I stuck that in there and got people to sign every page and write a message to him. And so this is like, his seventh day in there. I was like, that's it. It's, I know this is kind of basically a waste of time, but here I go. And the next day he came out and it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So he's like been very, very sick for a very long time. And I remember going with him to the hospital to pick up his drugs. And he had like a gym bag. And it was filled with boxes. Like back, this back in the day, it was dozens bag. of pills. And you had to take them on a really strict schedule. Yes. Like you couldn't vary like and he 10 minutes. And he shat himself every 20 amp. minutes. Yeah. He couldn't gamble on a fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta know when to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, it is, it's a marvelous scientific that I know. To, to what people living with HIV, not that it's easy to live with HIV now, but it, God, like, what a. Yeah. It's more easy than it was. turnover. Yeah. In 40 years, yeah. Oh. It's just a really interesting. It's a Christmas miracle, guys. Policy yeah. story, but it's also a story about um, homosexual activism. Yes. Yes. You know, we like just keep going at it until we're allowed like, to take the sheath off. We, by which I mean 
usually lesbians, get it done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever you know, whatever it is, if it's if it's that, or uh, you know, the marriage is another example yes. of it. You know, like I think a lot of people feel really disenfranchised. But if you look at the strike rate of marginalised communities yeah. getting things done, we're actually pretty good at it. Yeah. yeah. I now speaking of the other marriage, people, I did, I did fuck all. You no, I you were very busy. Keeping in a monogamous relationship, which is also a control <laughs> for the experiment. Right. I was I was avoiding HIV and human touch. Now, what? Speaking about the <laughs> the marriage equality thing. Yes, you have been. Are in we your still doing that? You've <laughs> been in your relationship for how many years now? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, if it, literally, if I had killed someone, I would be let go oh by God. now. He's, I love I, I love a dad joke. <laughs> Kick him in the balls. <laughs> Kick him in the balls. <laughs> Kick him in the How long is it? How many years now? Uh, it is 19 years. 19 years? Yeah. So, so surely, <laughs> surely one of you is going to pop the question at some point. Uh, I have vacillated wildly. Oh, really? I have gone through periods where I'm like, do you know what? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go and let's do it. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's do a thing and, and we'll get a thing. It's a and, party. And we'll go to the Edinburgh Gardens and, like, get... In front s- of all our friends. And get some... playing, like, my best friend's wedding and Muriel's wedding. Yeah. Old <laughs> chick in a purple dress to, like, bless us swapping cock rings. It'll be a mate. Come on, let's fucking <laughs> old chick in do it. You know what I mean? and, then, and then I'll go through an alternate month where I'm just like, oh, no. No. Oh, no. no do you no. think it's... No. Do Spin you, the cobwebs around me. Do you re- have them. Do you actually do anything? Because I've known you for, mm-hmm. I'd say, seven... What time is it now? <laughs> yeah, six years, seven years. Seven and I think yes. I've met your partner briefly twice. Yeah. We're not really interested in Each the other. same things <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's mostly habit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's probably a good thing, I it's think. It's the secret to yeah. our success. Yeah. yeah. You can't be interested in too many of the same things. Like, Gary gets upset with me when he's like, oh, do you want to come with my friends and we're going to play board games? I'm like, yeah, honey, I'd love to do that. Just after I've finished skinning my eyeballs with yeah. the potato peeler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. And occasionally I do go and I'm annoying and I'm over the top. and it's oh, like, That's just I, a standard day. Yeah, I know. But then that's he realises, like, oh, why do I invite him? Like, I've got to remember <laughs> no, Adam but, is but, not fun with other people. <laughs> but I don't know if you find this, right? But, like, I'm not interested. Peter and I are not interested in, in any kind of public thing at the no. same time. Right. But we've got a couple of, like private passions that are like fundamental to our relationship. Oh right? yes. Like we will not miss an episode of Air Crash Investigations. Oh, oh. Like that is what brings us together. <laughs> correct sir. Absolutely correct. They're you all are, great. You love anything to do with planes. We sit there and we watch Air Crash. We'll, we'll line them up on Netflix and watch yeah. like 2 hours. Do you watch Border Patrol? No, it's no. specifically about... Oh, it has to be about, on the plane, it has, not It has to be about death because you right, sit there okay. and, and you can watch <laughs> like... <laughs> and you watch the preamble and you... And, like and you the, know someone's going to die. And they do the reenactments, you right. know. Yeah. And so you it's kind of like Columbo. They're going to die. <laughs> they're going to die because they're being... Um, trivial about stowing their cabin luggage. <laughs> 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 and having like, <laughs> they're going to live because they're looking nervously around, counting the number of seats between them and the nearest exit, remembering that it might be behind them. Right? And having been s- together for so long, when you yeah. watch these shows and the yeah. planes crash and yeah. people die, do you just sort of get on like j- web jet and be like, oh, 
let's book a trip to Bali, babe. Like, let's, let's. Oh no, no, no! That happens to other people, Tom. Right. Okay, right. And we would survive because I would count the number of seats between <laughs> yes. me and the nearest exit. Right. You would, you would. But the plane crashes and everyone dies, and they, you know, they sift their bones out with a muslin rag, and then Pete and I look at each other and just go, "That was a good one, wasn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I tell you it was the Patok tubes? Oh. Didn't I tell you it was the Patok tubes? <laughs> yes, you did. You did, Pete. That is you love. Right. Can you I right. can I make a suggestion for your future happiness, Toby? <laughs> anything, please, anything at all. Please move to Sydney. A, so I can see more of you. Mm-hmm. But B, so you can combine a trip to IKEA with plane spotting because the planes uh. fucking practically land in the car park. It is amazing. Brilliant. That is wild. Like, you know, and I, considering I've, all of Sydney's gay bars have shut down, it's so nice that you have entertainment up yeah, there. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, got, you watch straight people fighting yeah. in the queue over there and at it's nice IKEA. You get a lift to, to, to IKEA with the lesbians. Yeah, they go do their shopping they and you watch shopping, the airplanes. And they bring you yeah. a sausage sizzle because they don't like the yeah. sausage. And <laughs> they just like the bun. <laughs> And then you stand in the car park and like, li- like it's like a plane is landing on your head. Like the yeah. other day I was on a plane that went over the Ikea and I looked out the window and I'm like, fuck, I could, I could just stick my hand out and just grab a handful of things from the market. And, just, and just pick up a bag of Jürgen like, on the way through. Seriously, it is that, it, you would love it so much. I do love it. It is amazing. Also, Sydney is a very busy airport. You see a lot of planes. You see a lot. Of, well, that's kind of endemic to airports. Various. You yeah, no, but you know like Melbourne, you go there and you might see four or five like planes yeah. other than a you know a, a Jetstar you know you a lot of 737s you get a lot of variety at Sydney for Christmas last year yes I forget who it was but it's someone who knows me very well got me a book of the top 100 airports of the world <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fuck <laughs> you need to dump your boyfriend move to a new city and just change my identity my new start name is Stephen transition <laughs> actually just start real fresh I'm going to transition into, into a cabin crew yeah <laughs> but it's a, there's 100 airports in the world now that are on like my hit list you oh, know oh wow so I might just not go on holidays I might just have you, bounce around airports. Have you have you ever been to? Is it College Lawn Airport? College, where there's a, there's an airport near where the Wright brothers basically invented. Oh right, planes, yes. And it's the oldest airport in the world, and it's no. still running. Number one airport, yes, is St Martin's in the Caribbean. Jesus. Oh, oh yeah. why is that? Is the that the one where they land on the beach? Almost? Yes, yes. Because yes. the plane, because the, the oh, airship yeah. is right on the beach, so the planes come in right on the beach. I actually know. To be fair, as much as I've been making fun of you, I've watched a lot of videos of people standing on that beach, like at the gate, and they get blown, they get blown away. Out. Yeah, yeah. The plane lands. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Number two is Tempelhof in Berlin. Tempelhof okay. in Berlin. Tempelhof Airport in Berlin. The old, the old one. Which the is kind of mothballed now, right? But it's like amazing architecture and um, really historically important. If you know your oh, airports, okay. if you know your right. really the Nazis had a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then number three is like somewhere in like Central Asia, some like crazy guy, like dictator guy, spent millions of dollars on a beautiful architectural. Airport oh. that like has it one flight a week or something yeah. like wow. that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and after that is uh, the new Toowoomba Airport, which is yes. that's right. Yes. Then Avalon. Gorgeous. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that that holds relationships together. It's yeah. not joining a fucking no. book club yeah, together yeah, yeah. or doing oh. CrossFit together or you know let's. It's enjoying know. the boring shit together. It's little minutiae that that you actually like. You could not share yeah. your enthusiasm for Templehof Airport 
with any other living human <laughs> yes, on earth no. apart from someone who is that committed to yeah. you yeah. as an individual. That is not a casual conversation. Yeah. I, we have a, a slight problem in our relationship in that Gary doesn't... He's not mad about Doctor Who. And it is my favourite thing in the whole world. About the what, sorry? Doctor Who. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Yes. And you know I'm, I'm starting my new podcast, Adam Bridget yes. has a theory all oh, about Doctor Who. Oh, have you got a new podcast, I've got a new podcast. I know. Where can we find that? Oh. Uh, it's at Lip Media. Where you can On the Lip Media Network. Same Wonderful. very podcast yes. in your own, oh, Thomas Jefferson. Gays Revolting. Gays Revolting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I... Like, he wasn't really into Doctor Who and, you know, he'd watch it with me occasionally. And then there was a spin-off of Doctor Who, which I thought... I'll get him on board this one. And it was Doctor about, Who too. No, it was called Class. It was about some school kids and there was an alien. And so we're watching it. And he was kind of enjoying it. And then the TARDIS turned up and he goes, You tricked me! It's the most furious thing in the world. I was like, all right, I, I'll, I'll not try to push this Do one you know, I, Adam, you know I'm also a big Doctor Who fan. And the yes. way that I've tricked a lot of people into watching it, if you ever need to yes, convert yes. anyone else, is getting them to watch that that miniseries they did that was the making of Doctor Who because it was oh, really good. Oh, an, an adventure in yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, they watched. Sorry, we're going on. We're diverging into your it's, other podcast. It's good. I did like. Seven <laughs> I don't have guests on, on that podcast, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> I get them to watch that, and they go, "Oh, that actually that does seem like an interesting show." And then they start watching right. Doctor Who. Yeah, and it's got Jessica Rain in it. Exactly. From the Call yeah, the yeah. Midwife. So people love that. Oh, fuck, oh. Call the Midwife. Now there's something I can talk about for three hours. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's yeah. still going. Yeah, and like that's how I know I'm not a twink anymore. Why would the Midwife not? My best friend from my best. They've been calling her for three years. What is my she? Best friend from she been stuck in the toot that whole time. All my all my so friends are gay. <laughs> all my friends are gay men, except for my best friend from kindergarten, who's a woman and heterosexual, and she's having her first baby. Oh, and uh, all of my she, fa- she lives in Queensland. And every phone call I have with her, I'm like, well, if it's a breech birth, you know what we're gonna have to do. <laughs> This is a squat over a, a hot pot of water <laughs> and a cup of, uh, of uh, you know, fish yeah. liver oil. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the baby will smell it and it'll yeah, come yeah, out it'll of its cr- own. Yeah. 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 That's how yeah, you get yeah. worms out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> it's spectrum of scar- getting living creatures. Just getting things out of you. Out just from just you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tape worm or a baby. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. If this trivia thing doesn't work out for Thomas, he could have a really promising career like doing the spiel at one of those crazy bargain stores along Swanson Street. It's lower than 243.21. Lower than 243.50. Where the fuck have you been on? I have. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Hide in the corner when I'm What's your name? Jackson. Jackson. Jackson's won the game tonight, everybody. No, sorry, Jackson. How much Carrying on the proud, Jackson? talking, poofy tradition of sexually harassing the audience. Two hundred forty-three, Jackson. Jackson, girl, you got it. Yeah, you take it. All right, hang on. Whatever. Right. <laughs> no, you're so you're, you know you turned eighteen. Uh, how much do you think it is, Thomas? Two forty-two seventy-six. It's lower than two forty-two seventy-six. 
242.16. Lower than 242.16. This is just people saying numbers. $241.99. Oh, Adam guessed it correctly. And I know it looks like I'm giving it to a friend, but it literally says that on this piece of paper. Congratulations, Adam Richard. Now, on this board, we have nine LGBTQI celebrities. You know what they are. You used to be one. Behind each of them is a prize. Now my life's as good as an episode. It's as good as Dancing Queen. Question for the group. Out of your friends, mm. are more of them other gay men or less of them? Are gay men oh. friends in the minority? I the have very few cis heterosexual friends. Wow. More women. So, so sorry, to, to, to refer, I've mo- like I would say probably more, mostly the biggest group in my group of friends is gay men. Is gay men. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, lesbians, uh, trans people. Yeah. Other, other diverse genders. Heterosexual women. Various other. I have very, very few, very few cis heterosexual wow. male friends. Because I feel really uncomfortable about it. I, I just really? have, I've never felt comfortable around See, them. See, I spend most N- of my time with straight guys. Yeah, like, no. That's their not my most yeah. of my friends. Like, yeah. But, but I think also... is the only time I talk to you, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I kind of feel the same. Like, I, I don't have a lot of straight male friends. Mm. Most of my friends, I reckon... You are 70% central. 70% are straight women. Yeah. Yeah, right. I They're have, all Astrid. I have... <laughs> yeah. I have almost They're all lined no up with their marinas at the front. Yeah. <laughs> Gay male friends. Yeah, yeah right. I, I mean, you know, there's present friends, company and there's maybe like another two. two. <laughs> yeah, about that. I think it's like when I... I mean, when I stop, I feel bad. Why? Don't feel bad. I, I mean, I think it's a great thing that you... I think it's really good that you can uh, feel comfortable around them. But for me, it's just like I don't want to have to continuously explain how my life works to you so I'm not going to hang out with you whereas other queer people I feel like they don't expect you, you don't to have to, you don't have to do the like there's a lot the of con- that constant coming on. out thing that we you know that people are talking about now is yeah, that yeah, yeah. gay people don't just come out once they come you out come 20 out times week. a day on the I, tram I on the, at work I had this conversation with a guy at work today we've got a guy who's only come out like he only came out to his dad like a few months ago and he only came out to his mother at Christmas last year so it was barely a year and we were I was saying it's a constant process. Like yes. it keeps happening. Never yeah. Stops happening. Yeah. I'm hoping my parents just tell everyone else. I'm like, not just your family. Like you'll meet someone and they'll try and set you up with someone. And you'll be like, oh, actually, <laughs> you'll go. You'll but go apply for a house in 20 years, and yes. the land, the real estate agent, you'll have to subtly come out to them as well. Like it's a constant. But it's not even that. It's like filling out forms. Yes. yes. It's like shopping for yeah. things. It's like, um, what happened the other day? It was something like. I was meeting Pete for dinner and I got there first. Yes. And they were like, um, table for one. And I was like, oh, no, I'm meeting my... And I had to do that little check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Husband, friend, buddy, someone else. Like, I had to, you know, this go is, through this, the Rolodex and make a decision. This is the amazing thing about the jewellery, as I just say fiancé now. But, mm. My fiancé. But also, that was about me, not them. Yes, yes, that is about They you. couldn't give a fuck what they, I said. They don't yeah. know They're working in hospo. I could have said, like, I'm waiting for my, you know... Potatoes. But fucking d- yeah, boyfriend, d- yeah. D- dom top satanic <laughs> pasta. Come yeah, 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 yeah. Like Rep guzzling. Yeah. <laughs> Julie Bishop is going to meet me here in like five minutes yeah, time, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That was me second guessing yeah. myself and them. Yeah. So that but we're old. 
but this is my point. That wasn't about when you say I don't want to have to decode myself. That wasn't me like decoding myself for them. That mm. was me decoding my own internalized. Yeah. We all have that thing we about assuming it. that that these people yeah, are going to yeah, judge yeah, yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. My my thing is that I don't want to I don't want to surround myself by people that I'm going to well, I should get better at it and I should become more comfortable around straight men, but I'm not. But on it's, the other hand, yeah. I I feel guilty about not having more gay male friends because I feel like am am I isolating myself from a community or like I don't think you should feel bad about it but I think you're missing out on stuff I think at some level it probably is a choice subconscious or not but like you you find you find shrill homosexuals shrill and annoying like if you had a bunch of you know book reading Turin dot or dough going <laughs> bag friends you'd probably hang out and go oh yeah let's all go to the opera together but yeah. maybe you just don't have that yeah that clutch yeah I don't of, know I honestly don't know what it's about I honestly don't know whether it's whether it's that or whether there's um, yeah some other unpacking to do I mean for me my personal experience is that Gary has never been out on the scene he doesn't mm. drink much so he is He's, the first gay bar he ever went to was when I was asked to put the sash on the Mr. Bear in, <laughs> <laughs> in Sydney at the Imperial one night. <laughs> Which, How big the way, was the sash? <laughs> it was a big leather studded sash. Amazing. And it was like... It was a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> it was seriously one of the most amazing nights of my life. Like From a crashed plane, only actually. three <laughs> people. <laughs> there were only three people in the competition and one of them was bundled out very early because he was no good. And so it was just these two heavy set bears like just, you know, doing the swimsuit section and just kind of <laughs> really <laughs> battling each other of who was going to be the, the sexiest bear for the Mr. Bear competition. And then when I got to announce, okay, and the runner-up is... And it was, I seriously felt like I was at a Miss America pageant because mm. it was like the runner Bated up breath. And the, the winner just collapsed and was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted this so much. I just always I'm like, what happened to the big burly man? <laughs> he went home to wash his Laura Ashley curtain. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like, that's the first time Gary's been yeah. to a gay bar. And so him not having that circle of gay friends yeah. means I don't really spend Have that, that much time with people in But season. I think this. It doesn't have to be about booze. Like we, no. we, we have, especially because of the, you know we lost a generation. Yeah, that we have this mind frame that the gay scene is the pubs and the bars and that sort of thing. Yeah. One thing that I have loved so much about doing the Gays Revolting, my other podcast, is um, the wonderful people you've met. Meetings. And there is a fucking gay, a niche gay group for whatever you are into. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Crocheting. But you could probably start a group for like p- gays that love air crash TV shows yeah, and you would have <gasps> 50 people at the Melbourne Town Judge Hall every week. Judgmental gay air oh. crash investigations. Yes, that would be amazing. Would be like, let's not worry about was it pilot error. Let's talk about it. Make a fucking podcast the about on the hostings. The like, that was not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so there, are, there are lots of stuff you can do if you want to connect. It I'm going to do it. Someone this. give me the number of this lit media character. <laughs> I am going to do a podcast where on gays, air. judgmental gays, talk <laughs> about aircraft air investigations. <laughs> <laughs> and where was that playing heading for Honolulu? I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's always the way. It's always fucking yeah. Honolulu. Unless it's Boeing, I'm not going. I know, girl. <laughs> snaps. Big snaps for Boeing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be I like, you know, like like RuPaul, like, you know, kaboff, take off. It's just a shame <laughs> that all the special guests you'd have on would be dead. Talk <laughs> <laughs> to me. Next question is, who would have the worst Amal Burns? Thorpey. Ian Thorpe, absolutely. Let's see what's behind Ian Thorpe. 
he had the Christmas game. The Christmas game. You're doing very well. Next question is, uh, who uh, has taken the most dicks at the same time? Not separately, but in all orifices at the same time. It's Dolly. It is. I've heard her sing and you can tell by the cock jammer's work. That's the one. Dolly. She had the sandwich press. The sandwich press. Your next question is, uh, who is secretly moonlighting as an Uber driver? Laverne. Laverne Cox. Let's see what's behind Laverne Cox. She has the solar queen, the solar panel queen. I think Adam's or doing well at this. I don't know what the rules are, but I feel like the energy of the room suggests that he's doing quite well. Is, who would be the worst person to cast in a remake of the movie musical Annie? As Annie. As Annie. <laughs> Elton John, let's see what's behind Elton John. He had the fart machine. That was your nickname in high school. <laughs> Next question is uh, Who is secretly a massive Nickelback fan? Oh, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, of course. Wanda Sykes has the. Oh! Oh, he just lost the game. And, and we also have a rule that anyone that's ever been on national television, if they get. If they don't win the drink card, it goes back down to $20 next week. So <laughs> it's back down to $20 next week. Last question is, who would you most like to breed you fucking raw until you couldn't walk anymore? Your options are Todd and Paul and Alan DeGeneres. Ellen! Choose the one with the biggest dick, so Ellen. <laughs> Alan DeGeneres had the popcorn machine, which means you won yourself from our sponsors. From our sponsors at Bummies, Bummies.com, a Bummies bum bag. He won a bum bag. Festival wear for... Which actually was his nickname in high school. Congratulations. Well, this has been a lovely catch-up, girl. This has been thanks gorgeous. For thanks for a Christmas, Tony. Thanks for being our... Thanks uh, so much for our stand in letting slum. me host, you know. <laughs> Letting me host. And let the record show that we lost the trivia by only half a point. Half a point. And there were only two of us, and there were like seven people over there exactly. taking my name in vain. Yes. Their team name. Exactly. And so I only rude. nudged your score up like seven points. So that's <laughs> really. <laughs> and I won the famous faces. Well, I won a bum bag. You won a bum bag yeah. on the famous faces. I nearly won. I got quite close. You got to very the end. close. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Jaspers. Thank you so much for having me. Good to me. see right. you, Toby. Right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas. Oh. Jiggity, 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 jiggity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to love for Christmas. There is just I need a fucking drink. Yeah. Yeah.